Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Radio 929 the game 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday, Father's Day morning, June 18th. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a happy Father's Day and good morning to you folks and fathers, especially in Fayetteville. In Fayetteville. Uh, uh, Mr. Ross here, uh, is he a father? Yes. Rick Ross out there, and then he's out there in Fayetteville. I don't know. I'm saying, I don't know if he's a daddy, so I don't want to speculate. He might speculate. have a bison on my front lawn or I know something. that's right, because he, <laughs> he will let the, let the bison out. They run like all through the, the neighborhood. Uh, light beer commercials or whatever. <laughs> the bull, or Michelob, <laughs> what was the one that had the bull that run out? Schlitz. Schlitz. Yeah, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Schlitz, oh, wow. Schlitz through the bull. I know people that I, I would go out with people that would want that. They would be nice, normal people, and they drink that and just want to fight everybody. <laughs> I don't know. Well, know what they put in that stuff. Anyway, Happy Father's Day. Good morning, y'all. <laughs> <Holy, laughs> Harry Carey used to drink Schlitz. Yeah, but but, but 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 not the bull. There's there's Schlitz, oh, and then there's the bull. Eh, and, and anyway, when I was out with the end of the you guys, great and, and memories. Some, guys, some guys said, "Yeah, I want the bull." No, 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 man. You don't want that. I want the bull. I said, "All right, we're gonna have to fight." Well, this all had to do with you, know, you folks in we Fayetteville. We all have to run real fast. We hopefully you don't have bison gonna, coming up and down your street. He's gonna start a fight with somebody, and you know, yeah, man. I can imagine what's running through the mind of our guest as we as he gets ready to come on here and talk about his son who is doing something. We say this on this June eighteenth. We're talking Father's Day, but I do want to remember since we're going to talk baseball, today was the day. Mr. Crenshaw, yes. that Don Sutton got his 300th victory. 300th victory. He, I think he became the 19th pitcher at that time yeah. to get his 300th victory. And by the way, you, Max, all your friends, you ain't going to see another 300 winner in baseball. It just ain't going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Um, and happy birthday to the big cat. Speaking of baseball players, Play first base, anchored first base for the Braves for a while. Andres Galarraga. Andres Galarraga. Happy man. 62nd birthday wow. to the big what cat. What a smile. Yes. That dude had a massive smile. And, and, and the man we we're talking, getting ready to talk to, he's got a big smile. Yeah, for, he does. For a big reason, folks. Um, you know, as always uh, on Father's Day, Mother's Day, and Father's Day, we try to talk with one of the our sports parents from the area. 
and uh, just get some thoughts from them about how they guided this young person to accomplish the things they're doing. Tamar Johnson came out of Benjamin Mays High School last year and was one of the top players selected in the Major League Baseball draft in the first round. A phenomenal talent. Uh, he's now been drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's in their farm system right now, working his way up to the big league club. And uh, his father, Terry Johnson, joins us now on the WaitForIt.com hotline. Mr. Johnson, thank you for joining us, and happy Father's Day. Morning, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for having me this morning. How, As you sit here on this Father's Day and reflect of everything you and the family did to get uh, Tamar to where he is right now, talk about the pride that you have. Oh, wow. I mean, it's still surreal, even today. You know, we're almost a full year since that moment when he was selected. But when I look at him play now and they call his name, the things that he's doing in the minor league system right now and knowing where the journey started and where we're, we're hoping it gets there, I mean, it's still surreal. But it's what a blessing it has been all the way. Can I ask you, where did it start? When did it start, the age? And, and where were, well, you know, when did you start putting him in the car and driving him to places so he could play? <laughs> So I tell the story, you know, Tamaris is the youngest of, 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 of my four boys. So he had three older brothers, and they're all about two years apart, very close. So for him, it's as early as two years old, believe it or not, where he was going to the park, seeing his older brothers play, going to practice. And he was the, the I hate to use the word, but the, the, the dummy at the first base you threw at to make sure they were hitting their targets, who had to pick up the shag balls, who who took BP at the last. So for him, it was very early. Um, he actually started officially playing T-ball right at four. So for him, it was an early age that we started this journey, and he's been in love with it every day since. My goodness, my goodness. Well, just, well what is it that makes you feel like um, he could possibly get to this level? Because a lot of people start out and doing some things. What was it? Is there a moment at a certain age where it kind of clicked uh, for you and your family that, hey, Jamar's – is on his way to doing something special. For me, um, Tamar and his mother and I, we were married for 18 years, and and we got divorced. Um, so my time with him, it changed. You know, my one-on-ones and with a call in the daily calls that we have that I'll call to check on how school is going or or whatever. But my conversations always ended with baseball. My time, we can plan something together or individually it always had something baseball related and one day and he was about eight years old and i kept looking i go this kid if he doesn't make it then we, then we have both failed because he eats sleeps and lives baseball dad did you see this game hey did you know about this stats wow, i was looking at the old world series back in the 80s about this and that he he eats sleeps baseball all day long so it was really at a young age and then he was willing to put the work in you know, sometimes you have to coerce your kids to do the work to get better. No, he wanted to always play. And if it wasn't with me, he forced his oldest brothers to play with him. And so they played a very major role also. So it was, you know, really at an early age when we knew that he wanted this. And it and he excelled at that point where he played up with his older brothers at sometimes because, you know, I was coaching them and, you know, I might have been sure one of the players, he'd go, Dad, I'm ready to play. And he would play and perform. And so it, it, it started at an early age when we knew that he was special. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. Talking to Terry Johnson, father of Tamar Johnson, who is uh, 
He's on his way. I mean, he looks good in his Pirates uniform. <laughs> he, re- he really, really does. Let's wait for him to get caught up here. But as I listen to you talk, listen, I played baseball coming up, and, and he plays the same positions I played. I was a middle infielder. And you talk about the journey and the things you did. Sam, when you're playing baseball and you're coming up, you don't always have eight other friends to go out and have a game when you want to play. And you do whatever it is, throw the ball up against the garage. I used to play, we used to play one on one games where some, we'd stand in the street and pitch up against the wall and somebody bat and you had you know, carve out certain areas. You did whatever you needed to do. Was he one of those kids where you had to look for him at dinner time or, or, or yell for him, hey, get in the house, time to do your homework and, and come in for dinner? Because that was me. <laughs> Yes, and you know, and, and like I said, with him and his brother. So if he wasn't um, in the living room, dining room, which we turned into a baseball area, so we played baseball in the house Uh-oh. year round. He was in there, like you said, throwing up against the wall or playing uh, there. He was in the garage taking his swings mm-hmm. outside, hitting the net or, or the, the walls there. The neighbors knew to turn on their their back lights. For the backyard, so I even had more lights for me. So even the neighbors understood what was going on. So, yeah, he was always having a ball in his hand and playing the game. Wow, that's remarkable. So the whole community kind of realized. Really, yeah, we, we talk about a village, and uh, it seems like the, the village kind of had an impact on, on, on this young man. They, they saw what was happening. Yes, yes. I, my, uh, again, um, his, his mother and I could not have done it without our village. Uh, not only our neighbors and friends, but even our family, you know, uh, based on our schedules of traveling and work or any things of that, family members would take on the responsibility say, hey, I'll be at the game. I'll bring them back. I understand. Or vice versa. Neighbors like, hey, I know that um, you're at the other kid's game. I got him. So it really has been a village, and we are very grateful for that village because they play such a, uh, a tremendous role in where we are today with him in this journey. I'm going to read out some names here, and we saw Taj Bradley, who went to high school on the other side of town at Redan, who struck out 11 people playing for Tampa Bay this week. We're talking about Xavier Curry, who also went to Mays, who's 3-0 and right now for the Cleveland uh, Major League team. Kyle Lewis out of Shiloh, who was Rookie of the Year recently. Michael Harris, who was Rookie of the Year. Drew Jones, Cam Collier. Um, Chandler Simpson, Kumar Rocker, even talk about this wave of young black American players that are coming from our area. And I spoke with you about it. I can think of no greater tribute to Mr. Aaron than to have these young people play this game. Obviously their friends were playing other sports. And some people say those sports may be more popular in the schools they attended, but they stuck with baseball and they're making it up to the professional level. Thoughts about Tamar being a part of that, and you know all these people that I've mentioned. You you know all of them personally. But thoughts about well, that? A, I, I I will. Thank you, Sam. I, the first, let me say this: you're absolutely right. We know that Mr. Aaron is in heaven, smiling, and saying that you know what the game that I love and it was very good to me. I'm seeing that next generation. This is the fruits of his labor. Let me share something quickly with you guys that you might not know. We did talk about it. All those young men that you talk, either I have coached them played against them or supported them directly from Xavier Curry playing on my team to Chandler Simpson playing in my organization to Mike and my son playing with Marquise's program and knowing him, uh, Will Benson, a kid mm-hmm. that you didn't mention, Ty Bentley. I know he played with my oldest son. So for me, not only having my son being at that level, knowing that all these young men you mentioned have made it and knowing that, they, the one thing they all shared common was a passion for the game. You didn't have to 
ask them to do the extra things they were doing. You didn't ask them um, to show leadership. It was already there. They, they were big leaguers at young kids age. So for me, I'm elated not only personally because my son, but all those kids. And, and it, it is our time. I'll say that, you know, if those who know the game of baseball, seventies and eighties, African-Americans, we played a prominent role in its growth, and we dominated the game. And then the game changed in the 80s and 90s. And, and it's been hard for us to break back through for a number of reasons, but we're doing it because of not only the talent that you're talking about, those young men, but also their intellect. They, they know that baseball IQ is very, very, very high. And then they're very smart. They're all of scholars. You, so you'll see some things, common traits there. You'll see those things there among all those men. You're like, wow, they're not really. And then that last one. They all are young men of faith. At some point, they they walk that walk and know where their strength comes from, not only here, but of a high being. That's the commonality that they all have that, that I share with you. Tamar John, uh, Johnson's father, Terry Johnson, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com on this Father's Day morning. Well, we got ourselves a championship team here in Atlanta. And, you know, we know everything there is to know about what's going on here on the field and the front office. We, It's like they are very open about how they do well, not very open, but, you know, we, we know how things work around here, and we've watched the transition from the, the old championship teams to this one. So we know a lot about this Braves team. Your son landed in Pittsburgh, a team with another storied past. My question is, how has that organization treated you and your family as your son uh, when he was when he arrived? Oh, wow. I mean, with open arms, I've been so, so giving, and I use the word giving of, of just this whole process. Um, and it's been just phenomenal. Um, and what I make you laugh on that story. So tomorrow gets drafted draft day. And, and we knew that Pittsburgh was on the radar, but there were some other teams that we thought that truly were going to take him. So we were surprised and not surprised. So we get back to the room and tomorrow goes, Pittsburgh, did you see that coming dad? I go, "Mm, yeah. He says, I didn't see that. I go, why? He says, I just, you know, yeah, we we met with them. I, I know the local scout. He's been very close. I didn't see that. And he says, we're going to be okay. And this is the moment. I said, okay. I said, well, we got done in two hours. I said, this is what I'm going to challenge you. I said, go look at the history of the organization. And I said, then you tell me how you feel. Because I knew he hadn't done that yet with the organization. Yeah. So I leave him alone. Two hours later, that whole attitude changed. <laughs> oh, my God, Dad. I didn't realize the history of Pittsburgh and the influence they've had on the game, the number of African-American players who are Hall of Famers, blah, blah, blah. I go, dude, you're at the right place. I said, you were chosen by the right organization. This is going to be the best thing for you. And since then, it has. And even through this process, there have been nothing but more than willing, open arms, and committed not only to him getting to, to, the, to the ultimate show, but also to, our, or to the family saying, hey, how are you guys doing? You know, how are you coming through this process? Is there anything you need? So they're a phenomenal organization. So we are happy and blessed to be a part of the Pittsburgh Pirates. We've been spending some time with Terry Johnson this morning, the father of Tamar Johnson, um, fourth player selected overall last year in the baseball draft. Before we let you go, I always ask our, our um, you know, Father's Day guests or Mother's Day guests, share something with the young parent, the young dad there who's starting out, T-ball, with his kid, or even softball with his daughter, whatever the sport is may be, share some uh, some wisdom 
uh, for that young dad who's maybe just getting started? What I would say is enjoy the moment. The, the blessing of your son and daughter in your life, that's number one. Enjoy that moment through that whole journey. Number two, as you introduce them to sports, it's an opportunity for you to get even closer with them. That's your time to really understand who they are and really kind of how to define some of their characters around leadership, even in times of adversity and in times of success. So enjoy the moment. Also challenge them. You know, you're playing a sport not just to play. You want your son and daughter to be the best they can, to contribute the best they can. So spend that time with them and improving their skill. But never forget that it is that's your special time together. And they may not become that Tamar Johnson. They may not become that Michael Harris or Serena Williams, you, you know. But that time that you put in of making them be the best they can be, that's when you enjoy the moment. For me, I share with you guys, I have four boys and I coached all of them. What I realized that my time was a privilege, not only with them, but other young men and women that I coached throughout the years. And that's why I started a nonprofit today that's called the Field of Dreams Academy. We've been doing this for 18 years. And my boys and those young men I mentioned to you earlier have come through that organization. And I always tell every parent that's been involved, we're here for them to enjoy the moment, to give them opportunity. So I tell them, enjoy the moment, if nothing else, because once you do that, everything else will take care of itself. You will see that success on and off the field once you enjoy the moment with your child. Well, that's great. I mean, listen, throughout the show, we have had fathers come on, and, and while they have so, sort of said the same thing has been delivered differently, and every time you can hear something in their voice because, you know, as they deliver that message to their kids and they're now parroting it, parroting it back to us, the emotions are kind of coming through, even if it's slight. But we've been hearing it. We can hear it in your voice, too, Terry. And again, we can't thank you enough for coming on and joining us this morning. Again, Terry Johnson, the father, a very proud father. Happy Father's Day. And by the way, when, when is this guy, uh, when are we going to see him, you know? He got, he'll get you know, there. we're just hoping. He does, how does he feel about riding the bus? He knows it's just the price of doing business, right? Right. right. Okay. It's the price of doing business. I mean, um, he knows that there's a journey. We, we prepare for it each day in his attitude and the work on the field. Here's a bragging moment that I must say to you guys and share with you. So last week he was on fire. He, um, he almost hit for the cycle. I, personally, he hit for the cycle, but the scores, they gave him two doubles instead of the triple that he got. But oh, please. He, 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 okay. he, I mean, he started off with a home run and went and hit for the – and, I, you know, I'm jumping up and down inside. Mom and I, we're on the phone together because, like, again, we, we're in this together, all of us, in the yeah. family, on a family thread. We're going at it. And I go, man, he's he going to get called. You know, we, we're already later, but we know there's a journey there. So, yeah, he, he's doing what he needs to do. And he is, he's enjoying the moment. Well, he con- really is. Congratulations to you and your family for uh, producing a major leaguer. Not everybody can say that, but more importantly, for him having a great father, it sounds like. And and stick your chest out today and, and, and be proud. And, and, again, just thank you very much for coming on and sharing with us this morning. Well, thank you, guys. First of all, I am honored. I've, I've been a fan of the show. Um, listen to it, you know, and, and, I, and what you guys do. And so to be on the show and then to, for you to select me an opportunity just to kind of talk about my son and those others, thank you. It's been an honor. So I will take this. This is one of the best Father's Day gifts I can have without outside of my board. How about that? <laughs> <So thank you. laughs> well, we, we, again, we can't thank you enough. And you have yourself a wonderful rest of your day. And when you get a chance, 
Tell, uh, tell uh, tomorrow Sam and Greg said hello. So I would do that. Yeah. Sam and Greg. I'm gonna let them know. I mean, I'm, 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 I just brothered them. They was like, "Are you on?" Are you on? I said, "Yes." Yeah. So hopefully he's hearing also. But I will relay the message directly when we talk uh, later on today. So thank you so much again, gentlemen. Absolutely. Happy right. Father's Day to you. We're going to continue talking baseball next with Mark Simon. It's Sam and Greg on this Father's Day Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Leave it to Beaver. Starring Barbara Billingsley, Hugh Beaumont, Tony Dow, and Jerry Mathers as the Beaver. As the Beaver. Jeez. <laughs> hey, well, we are these TV dads. Yeah, we are. You know, yeah. That we do. You know what I mean? That's what we're doing. Lord, you're a little hard on the Beaver. I can't do that joke. I can't do it. The FCC will be called. Yeah, easy, the easy, Joke easy, in the world. Tiger. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. On this Father's Day morning. Yeah. Um. I got a, I got a, an apology I have to make, or a clarification I have to make. Uh, real quick, yesterday we were talking um, basketball, and I brought up an analogy that I heard somewhere else, and I didn't give credit to the person who said it. And you know that there's nothing worse than a – the only thing worse than a rat is a hack. How about that for a phrase? Okay. Yeah? And so, I, you know, I listen to all kinds of people. I listen to Stephen A., I listen to Gumble. We listen to all kinds of different sports, and sometimes this stuff sticks in your head. Uh, Amin El Hassan said something in a conversation with Scott Van Pelt talking about the end of the NBA season, and I used one of his phrases in making an analogy yesterday, and I should have given him credit, and I didn't. Okay. So I want to do that now. Because okay. I love me some of me. Amin El Hassan, who's with the um, um, Metal Arc Media, and Dan Levitard's show, and then him and Scott Van Pelt, who I just think is funny as can be when he's not doing his show. He was talking about the golf world and what's going on with that. So anyway, I used it, and I should have given them credit then, and I didn't. So there you okay, go. There we Make go. Make sure you got it. You got to do that, folks, because you don't want to be a hack. There we go. You there do we not. Go. Are, we time for our, are you ready for our guest? Well, Mark Simon. Mark Simon. I, everybody's waiting for him. Uh, absolutely. We want to find out what's on his mind on this Father's Day. On his Father's Day, Action Baseball joins us down the waitforit.com hotline. Mark, good morning. Hey, buddy. Good morning. 59 years ago, Father's Day, Jim Bunning pitched a perfect game against the New York Mets. This dude we shall just... see if anyone shall do something like that okay. uh, today. That's my Father's Day immediate. As soon as I hear Father's Day in baseball, that's the first thing I think of. <laughs> you know, this was the one show, the one segment I was ready not to come at you for, like what he said about um, but, our shortstop. Or, yeah, you know, we no, give a little no, bit of but, but, He came with a nugget he, that I was going <laughs> to... Hey, man. <laughs> He comes with it. He yeah, comes he with it now, yeah, right from the start. I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at him. That was fun. <laughs> my Thanks. dad was there. Your uh, dad was there? Oh, yeah, you left that part out. Jim Bunning's perfect game. Had the stub. Bunning signed it. Whole deal. He was there. Whoa. Oh, well, see, that's a different episode Oprah right there. You should have started with that. <laughs> you buried the lead, dude. We just thought you were, yeah. I thought you were stealing one of my nuggets from the you know things that happened on this no, day. No, no. That's beautiful. Now it's 100 bucks to go on Father's Day if you want to go. So we're, we're meeting for dinner uh, and doing some other stuff. But, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that, that's – listen, he went down this road. Is there something else that you can think of that sticks with you that, you know, from your dad? On this Father's Day, it just makes you smile when you think about it? My dad introduced me to baseball, um, and for 30 years, he was one of the leading uh, sports memorabilia dealers in the country. And that's a a little bit of a dicey business in a lot of ways, but he set a pretty good example in that with uh, integrity and with the way that he uh, did things. I got some questions for you, man. I I got some cards. (laughs) 
I got an autographed bottle of wine. I, we, I, we, 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 we'll get what? into that. Yeah. I just, we no, talking no, baseball. How'd you oh, go no, from baseball cards to wine? There's memorabilia, so I'm just thinking. Was it by a baseball player sign? It was by a football player. So let, let me say this, too. He was extremely clever in the way that he did things. He, he used to, in the streets of Manhattan, put up signs that said, baseball cards bought, sold, and traded. Call me. And people would call and come to our apartment with all sorts of crazy stuff. <laughs> Man, that's New York right there. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah. Totally New York. Very, very, very. <laughs> I'm with Mark Simon. And he is social. You can find him on Twitter at Mark A. Simon Says. At Mark A. Simon Says. I want to ask you, starting out today, you know, one of our one of our pitchers here is is on the shelf uh, with a, you know, get, getting hit by a, a comeback. A comeback. We saw that happen with a couple of pitchers this week. You mentioned earlier this week why we see well, Why do you think we're seeing – more of this, and uh, you know, we got Chavez. All you know, they're holding something up out in the bullpen with his jersey on it right now because he's not with the <laughs> team. I think he's actually going to sit it on the Braves broadcast today. But but uh, is there reasoning you feel like this is happening? Uh, I don't know. So he's the twelfth. There have been a dozen guys this year that have been hit by uh, pitchers that have been hit by a ball uh, where the result was either they had to leave the game or the game got stopped for a considerable amount of time. And I think it's. 11 of the guys actually left the game. One, they just stopped it for a while. And it, it's a lot of starting pitchers. Uh, no one seems immune to it. Luis Castillo and the Mariners got hit. Uh, I just think that the ball comes off the bat uh, so much faster these days than maybe it, it used to. Uh, I think it's, it's something related to that. Uh, and pitchers have to be ready. If you're not ready, even if you are ready, 100, 105 miles an hour coming back at you 60 feet 6 inches is rough. I don't know that I have a better explanation for it than that, but 12 times this year, only 8 times last year, and 6 times the year before. Sam, I'm serious. It, it gives you reason to question who's doing the coaching. It, this guy's at a position, too. There's, there's 9 positions on a baseball field, not 8. Okay? Right. And why do some pitchers know to get into some sort of position after they throw the ball? i.e. Greg Maddox and, and, and dozens of others or hundreds of others throughout the history of this game. And some just throw the ball and end up falling toward first base, right? And they don't tell him what will happen to him. I'm just saying this could be and should be a part of the teaching. Once a player gets to that certain level, there's got to be, hey, listen, man, you got to land at some point and get yourself ready to field. Um, so let's, let's sort of institute that into your, you know, bring that part of your arsenal. And I don't know. You can question whether or not that's something that's that's being critiqued and then taught. Neither of you guys got an opinion about that, huh? <laughs> I don't. It's just, it's just dead, I don't just have dead. an opinion on that. I, I don't know don't, the answer to that. I'm not in the thirty the thirty major league system. Um, yeah, I, maybe this is just a, an unlucky year. There were uh, there were nineteen of these in 2018, so it is possible that a lot could happen, um, but. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, some guys are great at, at getting into the perfect position, like Granke's great at it. Um, when he was act, active in the majors, Dallas Keuchel, guys like that. Yeah, sure. Sam McGregor, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 Game.com. I lost you for a little bit there, but we are back. We are back. Now, did you have something that was eating at you that you wanted to get off your chest when you came on with us today? <laughs> I had a stat, yeah. I figured that I needed to come with, with this. And I was just reading about how the Braves fixed uh, Orlando Arcia with a PowerPoint. Credit Jeff Schultz, uh, the athletic. And uh, I'm laughing because if you look at all of the shortstops in baseball this year and their throws, 
we track whether the throw was like an accurate throw, whether the first baseman had to really do something fancy to get it, uh, or if the ball was thrown away. Arcia is the only shortstop with 100 throws or more this year, and most of the regular guys, just about all the regular guys have 100 throws, and no bad throws the whole season. Uh, nothing where the first baseman had to, like, jump or leap or do something crazy, no errors, no hesitate, uh, you know, uh, throwing uh, too slow misplays. Uh, he is perfect, shall I say. I got mad respect for this dude, Mark Simon. <laughs> I really do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you just joined us, you haven't heard Mark on over the last week. When he first started coming on with us, was it before the season or beginning of the season? Beginning right? of the season. He yeah. was talking about how the man he just mentioned – had a shelf life, and chances are we're going to be seeing more of Vaughn Grissom or somebody else at the shortstop position this year. Even though we were all enamored with how he was playing, he was back from injury, everything was going to be fine. And But Mark Simon came on and just gave us a warning signal. But it never happened. And then he came back with something else. And Mark would keep warning us. And it never happened. And now he is praising this guy and eating his words. And so I just want to tell you, I got respect for you for doing that. I just I had to come on here and, and apologize and, and eat some words, and you are doing the same, sir. You can't, you can't acknowledge, you cannot not acknowledge the facts. Yeah, so by the way, this is funny because I used to do a radio spot in Milwaukee, and they used to ask me about him when he was 24, 25, and I was like, play him, play him, play him, he's great. Uh, so yeah, uh, reversed course, and now I'm reversing course back. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> the, the evidence is in front of me, right? Like yeah. he's been fantastic. Yeah, yep, he has been that. He has been that. Brazer trying to wrap things up and complete a sweep of uh, of the Rockies this, uh, uh, later today. The schedule gets a little trickier for them after this. Thoughts about uh, what the next couple of weeks could really test this Braves team? Well, immediate test Philadelphia, which since getting swept by the Mets has played its best baseball of the season. Um, Kyle Schwarber, for whatever reason, does not hit in April and May, but every year it seems like he wakes up in June. That has happened this season, too. Bryce Harper came back. That helped uh, change the offense, certainly. But the story for them and the thing to watch out for, I guess, is the last two weeks that the top pitchers have been the top pitchers. They've got three guys, and that's Walker, uh, and Wheeler and Suarez, and in the last two weeks, their ERAs each are sub one. Five runs, 53 innings pitched. Uh, they've looked pretty good. Now, they just lost Sir Anthony Dominguez, one of their better relievers, you guys certainly uh, know. Uh, but Kimbrell's been good lately. Gregory Soto's been good. Um, they're going to try and figure it out without, without Dominguez for a little bit. But the starting pitching is what has carried them that and some key hits by Mr. Schwarber, including one yesterday. All right. Hey, man, we're just having some fun this morning. It's Father's Day, right? You, got, you tell us some stories about your dad. We're telling stories. We're having some fun. So we didn't do a deep dive into baseball this week. But when you come back next week, we're going to get into you. <laughs> All right? We're going to get into you. And we're going to talk about this yeah. Braves team now. They're going to go up against Philadelphia. Sam and I talked about, you know, Acuna running on JT Riamuto, and if that's a, a wise idea, just, you know, tease them a little bit, but you ain't got to show them now. You don't have to show all your cards at this point, but they're going to face these guys again. But he's right. The next few series moving forward will show us something as we approach All-Star break. And I'm not right. mentioning Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. And the Reds are after the Phillies, and the Reds have been playing even better than the Phillies. So, yeah, there's a lot to talk about next week. Who wants to talk about 
also about the Braves beating Detroit and Colorado. That's boring. There's nothing good to say. <laughs> Mark Simon, as always, man. Appreciate it. Happy Father's Day to you, and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks, Mark. You got it. See you guys. All right, thanks. We're going to come back here, wrap things up, talk about some stuff we haven't got to before we turn things over to John Fricky. It is Sam and Greg on this Father's Day morning, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Sam and Greg on this Father's Day Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, when that show popped, and, and every that was time a TV I dad saw, for you, Don. Oh, James Evans? That was a TV, yeah. that was a TV dad yeah, for you. Yeah, he was. Yeah, the most authentic, <laughs> yeah. true to life. Now, not everybody felt that because not everybody saw that kind of dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like there was not everybody saw them kind of, they didn't believe there was a Cliff Hux- Huxtable that yeah. existed. Right. He had a James right. Evans. Right, right. <laughs> you had one extreme. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, and of course, he's Percy Fitz. Fitz Wallace Let's, on West Wing. Okay. Yeah, he was on that show. There. But, but, but every but time he's, that show. But also, he's McDowell's. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And he was also the gangster in Let's Do It Again. Yeah. Or was it Uptown Saturday Night? It was one of those that they filmed here. Um, but every time that show would come on and they have the the you know the footage of Ron Cabrini, I would look for my Uncle Willie. Really? I had Uncle Willie. My mother's uncle lived in Cabrini Green. That's really? we would my mother's side of the family had folks that were down there on the near south side. Okay. And and over in, in Gary, Indiana. Okay. And so but I had Uncle Willie and Uncle James who We actually lived in that who area. Lived that people, in Cabrini. That's the thing, people that, that high rise they showed that what was a real place. Yes it was. Yeah. Cabrini Green. Yeah. And then there was Robert Taylor Holmes, which they both tore down. I'm not sure if it was Jane Byrne or Harold Washington, but depending on who you talk to and I'll just make this real. And that's where they play. That's where they play basketball now. Is that, is, that, is that where United Center is? No, 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 no. Okay. United Center is down Madison Avenue. That's okay. closer to where Oprah had her studios. Okay. You know, uh, Harpo Studios. No, Cabrini Green was an area. You know, near. Again, it's gone. It's it's like trying to find Ebbets Field. <laughs> you know, you got to know where to look. <laughs> yeah. Right. But um, that is the belief by many uh, that increased the crime. In Chicago, okay, okay when that because went away, was, yeah, when it was all it was all concentrated in them in that area, yeah. like it or not, but that's where it was. And then when they tore them projects down, Kinda. you know what they say about when they turn the lights on, roaches just go everywhere, yeah, and and they crime spread out, yeah. So, yeah, but that's you know may not be exactly the reason why, but not a lot of folks that live there felt that was the case. Sam and Greg on this Father's Day morning. We want to thank everybody who's been a part of the show. And there's some things that we want to get to. We got some breaking news, news Breaking news. Go ahead, man. Uh, that, that guy who's a, a, a dad. Uh, Lou Williams uh, announcing his retirement uh, after a 17-year NBA career. And I go all the way back with this dude. Yeah, to, you to do. The, day, the days at South Gwinnett High School, right? So very proud of what he was able to do. Three, three times six men of the year in the NBA and – um, you know, he's the, the, the NBA's all-time leading bench scorer. Okay. I mean, he didn't know. He's got a, got, a, got, a, got a record, and 
you know, finishes up because last season playing, two seasons were playing here with with, uh, with his hometown team. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, tremendous that he and his family and everyone, you know, uh, hey, all the best to Lou going forward. And most importantly about that, there is now an opening on the Magic City menu. Why you say that, man? <laughs> Maybe not. They don't have these because he retired. Don't mean he can't ever. They, they go change the name. They go who would it, it? It can still be the the, the what's it? Capella. What's it? Lemon <laughs> pepper wings. You know, man. <laughs> they go, look, look, look at Mac. Max is over shaking his head. Max ain't Mac, been to Mac City. Mac, 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 He's a cheater, you, man. You don't know that, Max. You don't. You, you may have been out to sample the wing. You've been to sample you, the wings. Oh, go ahead. You brought it up. See, I was ready to move you, you, on. You've been to sample the wings, man. I have not. I have not. Okay. I'll, I'll explain some logic to you off air. Okay. Right, when the show's over. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. There you go. Do it. We just want to let you know that, 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 that Lou announced his retirement. Okay. Yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we left two. We left two movies out. That, when we talk about Father's Day movies. Yeah. That should. I. I felt like should have been uh, mentioned. Armageddon. Okay. Yep. Bruce Willis died for his daughter in, in, in the world. Yep. And the other is, I can't believe, but I didn't mention the Godfather. Oh, I yeah, thought you yeah. were going to mention yeah, that. I figured for sure you are going to yeah, mention that. Yeah, how come y'all didn't mention the Godfather? I left that out. I'll leave that for you. <laughs> well, thank you. Okay, I yeah. got it there toward the end. Um, where are we at here? I was going to ask you, but we got so much that we haven't mentioned Bob Huggins today and the significance of that re resignation. If you didn't yeah. get the news, Bob Huggins got it. Was well, a DUI with Friday night is it, in, is in it, Pittsburgh. Is it not a suspected DUI or it is a DUI? No, There's always it's, that it's language. A, it's a, it's a, a full-blown DUI. Uh, for the University of Pittsburgh to address it. Uh, not Pittsburgh. West Virginia. But West Virginia. He was in P Pittsburgh. Um, but for, for West Virginia to address it and for him to uh, resign his post last night, late last night, yep. Uh, it has to be that. And he's, he's stepping away from and the team. this is a significant it, job. It was a significant job, but also he's like part of that Crude is like slowly leaving the college game. You know, but Jim Beheim just left. Right. I mean, Tom Izzo's going to look around and say, my goodness, where everybody go? <laughs> yeah, he's going to look know? over and see Rick Patino. Yeah, Rick Patino's over at St. It. John's, and that's yeah. about it. That old guard is like is like gone. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Bob Huggins was w w was a part of that. The game has gotten tricky enough for these, you know, coaches of that ilk to embrace the transfer portal, to, in to embrace the, you know, the NIL and things like that. And then you see the tournament we just had. Where, right. the, where the teams that, you know, Florida Atlantic and people like that are, are, are you know. And so, yeah, it, it's a tough. It's Ellen, a tough, by the way, the conferences are going to expand next year. Well, well yeah. Yeah, well, that's another know, thing. That's another thing. But, I mean, basketball, I think, has to, like, make sure it can hold on to their share because everything is being done to accommodate football. All the, all the conference rearrangements being done to accommodate football. But but basketball, you know, shows you you got your blue chip programs, your prominent programs that you expect to see making it to March Madness and into the Final Four and to the championship round. And we didn't see that. We didn't know until the last day who was going to win that thing. Yeah, We really didn't, you know. It was a lot of fun, but I'm sure the folks at the NCAA home office would like to see next year some Duke <laughs> and some North Carolina. Well, and thing, or, or, or at least some of, some of the brands that, you know, Arizona or Kansas or whoever. Here's the thing, you know, though. Yeah. What we saw this year, as you just said, a lot of the Blue Bloods weren't there, but then their coaches are gone, too. I, one of the names that you left out, I think Calipari, too. He's one of those old school guys. Yeah, he is. He is so he's yeah. probably right there with Izzo. But, 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 but he's got his own problem because yeah, yeah, the, the he thing does. that he created ain't working anymore. That's true. That's you true. You know, it's great for the NBA, but it's not much for the University of Kentucky. So, um, yeah, you know, I, th I, think, I think his buyout is too high for them to, to send him away, though. I think, his, I think his buyout is really, really up there. So what, what happens next? I mean, where, 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 do, these go, where do these guys go I guess what I'm asking is because we have always said the players 
are the thing in the on the pro level, but the coaches were always the thing on the college level. Yeah, well, the coaches were and thing now, at the pro level too this year. Well, this year, I'm yeah. saying. And what did we say yeah. about this year as far yeah. as the tournament? It, 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 <laughs> it felt it, like this year, this year the NBA playoffs felt like March Madness. So now moving forward, those teams, those those programs will be the stars, at least a little bit. Florida Atlantic, we learned a lot more about them than we needed to know, but we, we embraced Never it. Never know. Miami, of course, we've known about the coach at Miami, from his success up at George, uh, George Mason. Um, you know, Laranega has been in, in the game for, for some time, too. But, uh, you know, you got, you know, some other new faces that have come along as far as college basketball. Can they repeat it? We'll find out next season if this really is a trend or not. But the way things are going with transfer portal and NIL, mm-hmm. we may be seeing this for a while. As the show winds down, it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet. As we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed. With Sam and Greg. I'm still trying to figure out why David Freeze would turned down yeah. the offer from the St. Louis Cardinals to join their Hall of Fame. I don't, I don't get it. And he was the hero of that World Series, their yeah. last World Series. Yeah. Something hinky's going on here. I don't know what, but something's going on here. Sam, on this day. On this day. Did you know that, and I, I question this one, the first photo, the first photograph of lightning was taken. Ooh. Now, In, I look, intentionally well, or see, by accident? I know, it just says the first eight. That it was sounds like, like something somebody would catch by accident. Well, they got – thank you. That's what I'm saying. How can you plan that? Yeah. And they didn't have those cameras that, you know, you could just turn on and – Yeah, time release things. Or just yeah. Then just take the picture and order and catch it. So I question this. We learned that from Doc Brown and Back to the Future. You just can't, you know, go out there and take some pictures. Let's see here. Uh, you ever heard of Robert and Edward Jordan? Why should I know that? Well, if you like macadamia nuts, ah. they were the first to plant macadamia nuts in Hawaii. The brothers Jordan in 1890. Whoa. They, listen, and we, and I love have, me some macadamia we have nuts. The, we have them to, to thank. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Happened this day, Amelia Earhart became the first woman to fly across the Atlantic. Um, I, listen, you, people down here, your neck of the woods where you grew up, know a little bit more about this dude than me. But when you mention the name Huey Long, excuse me, Earl Long, the old governor of Louisiana. Okay. You know Earl, about him? Huey. Well, Huey. Well, he, okay. Well, Long. Earl Long yeah. was, I guess, his brother, right? He was committed on this day. It yeah. was committed to a mental institution on, on this okay. day. On this day. Right? As governor, right? So what he did was he went and fired guy who was the head of the whoever the company was or the the biz, the, the 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 facility or whatever. Not the, yeah, the facility. No, the 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 um the the supervisor, the, the the person who makes that decision. Yeah. He fired him and then put somebody else in one of his cronies so he could get out of the mental institution. Go figure, but that was Earl Long that happened on his day. Gunsmoke was canceled. Was wow. en- ended on this day. Yeah, man. Shut that thing down. The Monterey Pop Festival. Now you gotta be in the music to know about this, but this was one of the biggest things that's happened. A lot started a lot of outdoor festivals like this, jazz festivals at Monterey, but this was the first one and it had Jimi Hendrix Janis Joplin, The Who, and Otis Redding. Man. Is that a concert you'd like to go to? That's a lineup right there. How much would that that ticket cost you you now? I know. I know. The first Fast and the Furious was released on this day, 2001. Happy birthdays go out. Well, what have gone out to George Mikan and Lou Brock? We had a birthday today. But these two guys are celebrating a birthday today. Both, well, one would have been 81. That's Roger Ebert. The other person born on the same day as Roger Ebert? Paul McCartney. Really? Both 81 years old today. McCartney's 81. You know, Paul, Hap- you know, Paul McCartney's got a street out in Duluth. 
Really? Yeah. I didn't know because that. Because he played the uh, Gwinnett Arena with the, the, the gas south now. And so they've named the street. Oh, okay. Well, that was yeah. nice of them. Yeah. Happy 60th birthday to a guy I don't know is on the radar of a lot of people when they think about all-time defensive ends, but Bruce Smith. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, but you don't think of him immediately, right, when you talk about pass rushers. Yeah, you don't, but, but you know, he's just as big a reason as anybody else with Buffalo Bills. Yes, yeah, he is. Run a Super Bowl, yes, right? he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, 47th birthday to Blake Shelton and a melancholy. Would have been 29 years old today. Take off. Yeah. Amigos. Would have been his birthday today. So. Yeah, there's a, uh, uh, not a mural, but a, a, a billboard that's been dedicated to him here in downtown Atlanta. Someone posted a picture of this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, mm-hmm. Sam, I'm going to ask you guys a question. Lighten hey. it up here a little bit yeah. here. Max, come on here too. You might have heard this. I just, I tripped into this week, into this this week and forgotten about it. I'm surprised at the number of people who haven't heard this before. It's one of those little things that you just kind of, like that Kennedy and Lincoln thing, like Max hadn't heard of that before, but a lot okay. of people had. I ask you, Max. Okay. On one hand, I got a million bucks. So what would you rather have, the million dollars, or I'm going to give you a penny and double it every day for a month, for 30 days? What would you rather have? You said double the penny I'm for gonna double every the day. Penny. I'm going to double the penny every day for 30 days, for one month. Or you can take the million dollars right now. I'm taking the million. Sam? I'd probably do the same thing. Well, y'all would be selling yourself short because at the end of 30 days, I would be handing you $5 million. $5 million plus. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. You say, say it again, and then you can do the math. I'm giving you one penny on June 1st. And on June 30th, I will have doubled that. So June 2nd, you get two pennies. The next day, oh, four pennies. Go, yes. Go, next go, day, go, eight go, pennies. Multiply, go, multiply. So you, st- you, you double it every day. This is the thing that's been around forever. I had forgotten about it. I heard about it years ago. But if you offer somebody a penny on day one and 30 days later, that person will have 5.6 or 5.5 something million dollars. And if it's a 30-day month, you got over 10. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself because I was trying to do the math in my head. I'm like, double it. I'm like, no, still the million dollars. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. All right. It's one of those things. I knew it was like a trick question. I just was like, no, maybe not. That's kind of what he does, right? No, no, no. Believe me. I fell for it long before you guys. That's what what he does. Anyway, Mr. Crenshaw, last little things before we get on out of here? Before we turn things over to Mr. Fricky? Um, Later on today, from 3 to 6, the Family Food Fest uh, down at the uh, Georgia Freight Depot downtown, down down underground. I'm pleased to be one of the honorary chairpersons, chairpersons for it, along with... Well, you kept that to yourself uh, uh, all no, show, man. man. I mentioned that earlier, and okay, we got a well, phone call about it last week. Dr. Maria Boynton yes. is going to be there. Dr. Rashad Rishi's is going to oh, be there. Oh, my folks. Yeah, man, our folks are going to be down there. So if you get a chance to come down, men are going to be fixing good stuff to eat, come down, and just sample some of that, and then have some fun. Got music, entertainment. And we goes, how holl- at you folks later and, on today. And just go to Juneteenth Atlanta's website to find out all the yeah, activities they got, going They got up. a 5K running through the streets right now. And as soon as they get through with that, they got all that food they're going to cook up down there. They got a good time. Music. Uh, I went by yesterday. Go by. You're going to have a wonderful time. All right. Max, thank you for everything, sir. And have yourself a wonderful rest of your Father's Day. And, you know, we're talking about your dad that much, but tell your mother we said hello. Yeah. We always, well, well, both of them. Well, both of them, too. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping she didn't get jealous. That's, that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah. I know she's she gets listening. the other 364 days. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Mr. Crenshaw, have a big day. You do as well. I will be talking to you uh, shortly, but the rest of you have a wonderful rest of your Father's Day. Thank you for letting us be a part of it. John Fricky is up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 